Subscribe to this podcast to get exclusive access to the after show Shooting the Breeze. Welcome to Cool Explorations. I'm your host, Tony Peters. Today we're going to be speaking to J.D. Williams of Last Christian Radio. He's going to tell us a little bit about his testimony, as well as uh, speak a little bit about his radio show and uh, his radio network, and explain how that all came about and uh, what the, the purpose of that is and how he's seen God at work through it. Hello and welcome to Cool Explorations. I'm your host, Tony Peters. Today we're going to be speaking to J.D. Williams. He uh, is uh, host of a couple of radio programs uh, and uh, works for uh, Last Christian Radio and Revelation Radio under ustreamit.net. Uh, and so they do some great work uh, for, for God and God's really, really been reusing them. So we're going to discuss that today. But why don't we get you just to start off by introducing yourself and uh, telling us a little bit about who you are. Sure. Well, first of all, Tony, thanks for having me on today. Uh, I am the CEO of Ustreamit uh, LLC. It's a family-owned company, uh, so uh, I really can't fire anybody because I would be firing somebody in my family or maybe myself. Um, but we are all about getting the Christian message out. Um, we want to get the message out to as many people as we can. And Revelation Radio actually reaches all 50 of the United States and over 160 countries all around the world. Now, my focus has always been on getting out the Christian message, but I did not want to label the radio station as a strictly religious station, especially not talk radio, because when you do that, you're obviously going to limit your audience tremendously. So what I wanted to do was establish a station that had good, clean content, something that was suitable for all audiences and all age groups, but not limited to strictly religious programming. So somebody can have a sports program on there. If they have original music, they can bring their original music to the station. They can talk about cooking. They can talk about schools. They can talk about politics. They can talk about whatever they want to, as long as the content is suitable for all audiences. Now, here's the reason I do that. If someone listens to, let's say, a sports program, and they don't believe in God, but they love sports. So they listen to that sports program and they listen to it all the way through. And then all of a sudden, here comes another program on and it is religious. Now, just maybe that person who's never paid attention to anything to do with the Bible before, they stick around and they listen and they hear the message maybe for the first time. And that's the reason why I allow any type of genre on the radio station but again, it's got to be clean and it's got to be ethical and it's got to be honest. And it, obviously it can't say, I don't believe in the Bible or Revelation Radio is not a good station. Other than that, anybody's welcome on, on the station. And that's, that is really cool and a really uh, interesting way of, of approaching it. Um, you have an interesting testimony uh, as well. Yes. Uh, so I, I would love to hear your testimony uh, and what God has uh, brought into your life currently. Well, I don't have uh, three or four days, but I'll tell you this. I'll bring, I'll give you the Cliff Notes version as best I can. Um, I actually was born into the church. My dad was a deacon in the Baptist church. My mother played the piano in that church. So my first memories of being in church were sitting on the front row where people would know or where they could keep up with me and, and understand I wasn't going to get into anything. And from there, I became a very big believer in God. Everything was about God. Um, my my dad and my mom, they weren't Sunday Christians. They were seven-day-a-week Christians. So I came up with the right principles and the right values, but I was also an extremely good basketball player. So when I reached the junior high years and high school years, I drifted very badly. My entire interest was playing in the NBA, 
My entire interest had to do with being popular, with being good at what I was doing from a sports standpoint. And so I started hanging out with all the wrong people. And my parents received a phone call from someone in church. I, to this day, have no idea who, but they told them I was hanging out with the wrong folks. And I took offense to that bad offense. So at 16 years old, I drove myself to a church where I knew the minister very well. I walked into his office and I said, take me off the rolls. I have, want to have nothing to do with this anymore. You're in my life. You don't need to be. I want nothing to do with you. Don't even send me a postcard. And I walked out and I continued to call myself a Christian for years, but I was far from it, Tony. I was far from it. So several years ago, my wife needed a break from her hectic job and wanted to go to the beach. So we went to Galveston, Texas, spent a few days there. I can't swim a lick, okay? I mean, if you give me enough time, I can float. So over the past two or, or over the next two or three days, that's what I did because the Galveston, in Galveston Bay where we stayed, the water wouldn't even come up to your knees for maybe 100 yards, 200 yards away from shore. So I could sit there and I could float around and float around and I was good. Always reaching down and touching my foot to the bottom, feeling that sand and the, you know, the, the hard surface below me. So I, I got overconfident. I was more confident than I've ever been in my life. And so the last day we were there, I was floating around in the ocean like I had, looking around saying, oh, how beautiful it is. How the people can't possibly not believe in God with all the beauty that you see here. I actually said that. And then I reached down with my foot, and guess what? I couldn't touch the bottom. And fear set in instantly. I mean, overwhelming fear, because I do have, even to this day, a huge fear of water if it gets up even around my chest area. And my normal response is to flail away like an idiot and then sink. And had I done that, I wouldn't be talking to you today because I was about 300 yards, two, two to 300 yards away from shore. My wife was on the beach, and there was no one anywhere else close nowhere. So if I'd have sunk, I would have, they never, I don't know if they know if they ever found my body or not. Okay. But there was a voice. And I always emphasize that this voice wasn't audible. This was an internal voice that came to me and said, Hey, wait, stop. You got out there, just go back the same way. And that's exactly what I did. I went back to shore and then I spent the next several weeks, if not months, thinking, what was different? Why in the world did I not do what I had always done for all those years? Why am I still here? And I couldn't figure it out. But it was something that lingered and lingered and lingered. And one day, Anita said, hey, you know, I'd kind of like to go to church. I was like, I'm in. I want to go, you know, maybe, maybe this can give me the answer I need. So we went. And for the next several months, the pastor in his sermons every Sunday morning preached to me. No one else in the church. He wasn't talking to a single other person in the church. Every sermon was at me specifically. That's how I looked at it. So one Sunday night, Anita was sick, and I went to him, and I said, Jim, can I talk to you in your office for a moment? And he said, sure. We went back there, and I explained to him what my concerns were. I didn't feel good about where I was, but I wanted the reassurance of my pastor that I was good. I was saved. I'm going to heaven. And I laid all this out for him. And his response was very simple. If you died tonight, would you go to heaven? 
Well, Tony, that is not the answer I wanted. That that was my question. That wasn't, you know, so when he gave me that question, he answered my question. And I knew I was not saying, I knew that if I died, I was going the wrong way. So I accepted Jesus Christ as my savior in his office that night. I then had to go in front of a church that I had already expressed myself to as being a Christian. I had to go that next Sunday morning and walk down that aisle in front of all those people and tell them, I need Christ in my life. I'm accepting Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior today. And I thought I would be judged. I thought I would lose friends. And instead, I got a tremendous round of applause from the church and tears just flowed down my face. I still get emotional about it to this very day. But since that day, I have done everything that I possibly can to keep Christ first, to do something for the Lord. And we'll talk about it, I'm sure, in a minute. But, you know, I tried to do this first, me deciding what God wanted me to do. And finally, and ultimately, God showing me what he wanted me to do. And so God that's the short show. version. That's the short version. Yeah. And God does show us for sure. Um, not always the direction we think we're going to end up going, but uh, right. Right. God has has his ways. He has his plan. And uh, I've just learned to uh, just go with the ride because uh, we're just we're just passengers on that roller coaster. Amen. <laughs> so why don't you tell us about uh, you stream it uh, and then your your, your two uh, radio branches. There's Revelation Radio and Last Christian Radio. Uh, tell us a little bit about those and uh, what their what their purposes are. OK, sure. Uh, Ustream, it was actually created for an entirely different process, and it or, and this was something that I just referred to, is me choosing something rather than God directing me. I set up Ustream it because I was actually doing the video and the audio for the church I attended. I took on that mission voluntarily, and I grew it from a Facebook page that had two or three followers to it to, uh, to something that was really a, a production that I spent every day of the week on. I, I talked to the pastor every day. We scripted everything for services. And so when we moved from the Dallas area out into East Texas, I couldn't go to that church anymore, and I couldn't continue that. So I set up Ustream it in order to help churches. I was going to actually sell equipment to different churches, show them how they could do it for a heck of a lot less money than anybody else would ever show them. And that was an absolute 100% catastrophic failure. Uh, I couldn't get anybody to buy anything. I couldn't get anybody to look at anything. And I'm like, I'm trying to help you, Lord. Why won't you go along with my plan? Okay. And so that didn't wake me up at all. So I said, okay, well, I, now I'm, I'm going to set up a uh, charity. Uh, and I'll, I'll help, I'll help churches all over, all across the world. COVID hit. I spent lots of money, lost every penny of it. Lord, what is wrong? I'm doing this for you. Can't you see what I'm doing for you? Can't you see that I have the plan? And then it, it dawned on me. I don't have the plan. God has the plan. So I came up with Revelation Radio, but before I launched it, I asked God, I said, is this what you want me to do? And almost instantly, things started picking up for us. So we created the last Christian podcast. The premise of the podcast is that there must be a last individual to accept Jesus Christ as Savior before the rapture of the church. 
Yes, there will be other people saved after the rapture, but those are after the rapture. Those people still have to go through at least part of the tribulation period. Just like there's the last plane ever football game. There is going to be that last person to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior before the rapture. So don't miss it. That's the whole premise of it. And we try to, to show people the current world events that are lining up so perfectly with specifically Ezekiel chapter 38, Isaiah 17, 1, many passages in Matthew, and present it in a way not to try to scare people, but to educate people. Look at the news, look at the Bible, see how they're coming together and hopefully lead someone to Christ. We expanded that to a radio show on Revelation Radio. And then I said, you know, I can't be the only show. You know, we got a lot of music that we got no, we, we have no hopes other than me and a friend of mine. So I then said, okay, well, you know, I'm not in this for money. So what I wanted to do was give people an opportunity to host their own shows on the radio station. And again, so many different perspectives, so many different voices, somebody, maybe they'll listen to somebody. If they won't listen to me, maybe they'll listen to Tony Peters because Tony Peters has a show on Revelation Radio. You know, they're going to listen to somebody, I hope. And, you know, that's the premise for it. So we do offer, at least until the end of this year, we're going to offer free radio spots to anyone in the religious genre that is somebody that uh, has a a show that uh, is about Christ and for Christ. Uh, Of course, as I told you before, we have a lot of shows out there uh, and not all of them are religious. Those shows aren't free, but I've got to do it in that way to keep the radio station going. I can't continue to pay for everything on every occasion. So uh, I'm trying to give as much religious content away as I possibly can and then bring in others to support that and keep the station going. All with, again, that one hope that maybe somebody will listen to a program and accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. I'll probably never know who it is, but I hope it happens. Yeah, and, and I can take a couple things from that. The one thing is an old Yiddish saying, uh, and that is man plans, God laughs. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it's one of my favorite sayings because, uh, yeah, every time we get a, we think we get a, a plan going, it's just like, is it my plan or God's plan? Right. Because if it's God's plan, it's going to work out. If it's my plan, I'm going to find out that God thinks it's funny and he's going to direct me in the right direction. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Uh, The other thing I I can take from that is, yeah, I always say it's about that one person. It's uh, it's about that one person that that you reach. Uh, And I always pray before every single program uh, and every single podcast episode. And that is uh, that God, A, speaks through us, but B, that it reaches at least one person for Christ. It plants that right. seed that the Holy Spirit can water and God can create the soul harvest. And, and I love uh, I love that uh, because it's just, yeah, like you say, we'll never know who right. we're right. reaching uh, unless right. they reach out to us, which uh, right. if they, if they want to reach out, they sure can. But uh, yeah, usually you don't know. And it's just interesting seeing different countries get added to the list all the time and being like, right. God, you, you're amazing. You're at work. Right, right. Uh, right. What what direction do you see uh, your your show and your radio network going uh, in the future here? Well, where do you think God's been leading you? I wish I knew. Uh, you know, now I put it all in God's hands, and I let Him direct me to where we need to go. Uh, as I said, when I first started, I was thinking, okay, you know, we'll make this strictly a talk radio station, and the Lord said, no, 
No, you don't want to do that because uh, who's, who outside of those that already believe in me are going to want to listen to a talk radio station? So God directed me to make this a station with both religious and secular content. That was him. That wasn't me. Uh, I would have preferred to have had nothing but, you know, preachers on there and, you know, uh, okay, I'm going to reach somebody with that. But, you know, in, in all honesty, you listen to what you want to listen to. And again, if somebody's interested in sports, they're going to look for sports programming. If somebody's interested in music, they're going to look, look, look for music, uh, whatever. But I'm hoping to grow the station, to continue to grow the station. Uh, I'm trying to work with Apple. I'm trying to work with Android, Google, uh, with Alexa, that type of thing, to really get the message everywhere. To people can hear the station on their phone, on their TV, in their car, wherever they want to go. Um, and grow the station as much as I possibly can and then reach countries that need to hear the message. Uh, right now, I've only got English content, but I'm open to other content. Uh, we have a show called Primetime Somewhere, and that's a play on the station name, as in this, that no matter what your clock says, somewhere in the world right now, it's prime time. And we are broadcasting to over 160 countries all around the globe. So whenever your voice is heard, it is prime time somewhere. Now, I put both religious content on there and secular content. I make it very, very um, open to where uh, people can listen to it. And maybe they'll get a religious program one day. Maybe they'll get uh, somebody talking about college the next or, you know, some other topic. And that way it keeps the content new, fresh, and exciting. And it also grows an audience. So basically, to answer your question, I am hoping to continue to grow the station, to get it more and more reach. And of course, to provide the message of Jesus Christ to far and wide, as much as I possibly can, right up until the moment that that trumpet sounds and I'm called off this earth. Yeah, and I uh, I love that direction. Um, and I, I've always said I would love to have other content on as well that is is not English, because right. uh, there's so many yeah. other languages out there that it would be great to be able to reach people in their own language. Right. Although I did have someone tell me that a lot of times people like to listen to these in other countries because it's a way for them to help learn English, mm-hmm. um, which which is interesting. And uh, I was actually I was very pleased when when someone told me that because I'm like, oh, that's that's really, really interesting. I never thought of that. That that maybe is 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 a way of outreach there is people are learning about English as they're as they're going and uh, I think it's it's great to see channels uh, and and religious content expanding to so many different countries. Absolutely, yeah. Well, you know, uh, we have a lot of listeners that are in other countries and reaching like Saudi Arabia, for instance. That's what's really exciting to me. Egypt, getting into Israel, uh, we're pretty strong in this, pretty strong there. Germany, very very strong there. Uh, then with a host in Japan, we are actually growing content uh, all across Asia. So uh, I'm excited about how things are going. I'm, uh, one of the challenges that I have with foreign language is being able to make sure that it is clean, that it is legit, uh, because, you know, I speak English. I don't speak any other language. So in order for me to be able to put uh, another language on the station, I've got to run it through some kind of translator, and I haven't figured out how to do that yet. But I'm working on it. <laughs> I am working on it. Yeah, and uh, it, it's it, it is uh, definitely a, it's a challenge. Um, one that you know it, it takes faith in in God to 
to Amen. overcome uh, because it, I, I found uh, some of the top countries uh, on my listeners list for my own station is uh, uh, Germany, Ghana, and Japan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's, uh, of course, US, Canada, and UK are the top three, but those, right. those, those next three right. spots. So it's it jumps back yeah. and forth between those three, between those three countries constantly. And uh, it's just, like I say, it's amazing just yeah. to see God at work. Yeah, I'm always surprised to see the UK as strong as it is, because the the real message of Christianity in the UK is really weakened over yeah. over the past uh, many decades. But I don't think the interest has found at all, because, uh, like you said, we are getting a lot of a lot of listeners uh, from the UK, and I, I assume you are too from your comment. Oh, yeah. So the United States, Canada, UK, Australia is, is also another big one. So. Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes down to people have a void that mm-hmm. just needs filling, and they keep trying to fill it with all these material and earthly things. Right, you just can't fill that void, and then you find Christianity, true Christianity, and your void starts to to get filled, and right. and you start to feel a lot a lot better about yourself and a lot better about about life, and uh, you do see, like you said before. God in everything, just the nature. Nature is so beautiful. And it just for us to look at it is is just amazing. And that's why I love seeing all these other countries. I'm like, I I love culture and I love to learn about other people's cultures. And so it's like all that just is like, well, the diversity of humanity goes back to saying Noah's Ark, that Tower of Babel moment afterwards. Mm We see that in today's society with all the diversity everywhere. Right. It's like that all just preaches to how true the Bible is. Right, right. Every time science tries to prove it wrong, they just prove it right over and over again, but then they never mention it once they are proven wrong. That's yeah. been my experience. Yeah, they have it in their mind that that the Bible's wrong and they're they're right. not going to change that mind. So they make up all kinds of theories that have no proof uh, <laughs> or backing right. uh, just to try to keep the Bible out of it. And and it's it's sad, but that that's why these radio programs are so important. Absolutely, that going so people can have that foundation. Yeah, Yeah, and you know, I invite that. I have yet to have one accept, but um, anyone that has a contrary opinion that comments uh, on the YouTube station or whatever, uh, I invite them. Come on, come on the show. But bring your Bible and be ready to discuss it. And all I ask is that you be you be uh, respectful of others' opinions. Uh, act like an adult, in other words, and, you know, keep it clean and you're welcome. And I've never had one except, but usually I never hear from them again. That's, yeah. that's been my experience so far. That, that is uh, our society these days. It's yeah. uh, it, you're my opinion or, or you can't have an opinion. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, where, um, where can people find your radio stations uh, and uh, your uh, main branch here? Your, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, all the the uh, website is www.revelationradio.net. Uh, that's revelationradio.net. If you go there, uh, you will find a couple of links. One of them is, an, uh, is a link that allows you to listen to the station live. 
another one has the news content of the day. And by the way, I selected uh, Alan Edwards News, which is a it's called white paper news. In other words, it doesn't give um, it doesn't give a conservative or a liberal slant. It's it's supposed to be right down the middle. Even though, in all honesty, I find it a little more left leaning than I would even like. But it's probably the closest thing that you're going to find to pure uh, straight line news. Uh, and then, of course, they can look under our shows and uh, look for the uh, radio programs, uh, the featured shows that we have. I think we feature about 10 or 12 right now. And then uh, so they can go to the link itself and listen to the radio station live or they can look at those hosting uh, listings and pick out a show that they would like to listen to. And of course, I also want to make it clear, anybody that's got a show, anybody that has a show idea, please do come to uh, revelationradio.net. We'll be glad to look at your show and hopefully get you on the radio. And if you have a Christian show, we're still offering it free until the last day of the year. And after that, it's still going to be probably the cheapest hosting that you're ever going to find anywhere, any place. Yeah, and I, I love the variety of content that you have. I think it's it's great to see Thank um, you. on there. Uh, how have you seen God at work in this entire process bringing you in your own life or in your business to this point uh, where you're at now? Uh, wow. Uh, you know, it's really interesting because throughout my life, going to church, you know, this is going, you know, on occasion going into church over the years. I told you I was separated from the church for decades, but every now and then I'd go in mainly to try to find a church that would let me do what I was doing that wasn't biblical, uh, trying to find something, you know, that would allow my behavior so anyway, I would go to these churches, right? And every now and then I would run across a, a good church and these people are saying, can't you see how God moved on this day or this in this way at this time in your life? And everybody's shaking their head. Oh yeah, he's, you know, it's just, you know, God is great. God is good. And I'm sitting there saying, yeah, yeah. And in my, you know, and then in my mind, I'm going, not a single time. I can't remember a single time that God has had any impact on my life ever. OK, and then once I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal savior, I went back to my whole life and I see him at every turn. Every decision I ever made was God. I, I can see it as clearly now. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. And what I want to do, my personal thing is this. I walked away from the church and was lucky enough to get back in it and accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior always calling myself a Christian, but I wasn't one. So what I want to get across to people is, look, make sure, ask yourself that same question that that minister asked me. If you died tonight, would you go to heaven and answer it honestly to yourself? And if you can't say with 100% certainty, yes, I would go to heaven. If you can't give it that answer to yourself, then you had better wake up, pick up that Bible, read it, and then go to God and ask him for his forgiveness. Tell him that you know Jesus Christ died for you on the cross, that he spent three days in the tomb, that he rose on the third day, that he was seen by hundreds, that he rose to be with the Father, sits at the right hand, and he promises he's coming back for his church before the great tribulation, and make that decision. Say it in Jesus' name, and you just might be that last Christian that I'm looking for on the last Christian radio show that as soon as they say in Jesus' name is looking Jesus right in the face along with everyone living and dead that has ever made him their Lord and Savior. Yeah, and that is is powerful just to have uh, uh, God really moving and you can just 
when you look back, you can see it. When you're in that situation, sometimes you get lost and muddled. And then when you look back, you're like, oh, I get it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. 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 You know, uh, I, I look back at that moment in Galveston that I told you about. As, and I actually, I started a book on it, never finished it. Uh, that was another one of those things that I thought or I knew best. Okay. So it was the same premise, the last Christian, but I was going to put it in book form. But God obviously said, no, you'll know, you won't, you won't reach anybody that way. There's another way to do it. But I started that book and the name of it was saved to be saved. And that's really how I look at it. I was saved from, from absolute certain death to being saved, to be able to go to heaven, having accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. So I went from the book to the radio station and the podcast and the radio show, and that's all God. That's 100% God. Yeah, and uh, I like to leave us off with, with one piece of advice. So the piece of advice I'm going to ask you for is, uh, what would you say to those who are hesitant to commit their life to Christ? I would say that I was there at one time. And what you're trying to do is you're trying to hang on to what you want to do, thinking that you know what is best for your life. And what you don't understand is, is that when you do give your life to Christ, your plans change. There is no doubt about that. But God's plan is so much better than what you plan that you're actually hurting yourself by not accepting Jesus Christ into your life and following him and let him bring you more happiness and a greater sense of self and worth than you could have ever done for yourself because God has the perfect plan for us. He is working for each and every one of us every single day. So give up that personal stuff. Forget about that. Do what God wants you to do. And I guarantee you, it's going to work out a heck of a lot better for you. And you're going to sleep better at night and you're going to just feel better. And plus, you're going to have eternal life with the Savior. Yeah, and uh, I, I always like to uh, remind people, too, that you yourself may be saved, but what about your neighbor? If you love your neighbor, Amen. are you going to let them go to hell, or are you going to fight to get them into heaven? And I think that that, that ties in, in perfectly with, with your advice there, too, um, because uh, reaching those people who are on the fence and and being able to help the Holy Spirit just be like, okay, I'm planting a seed, right? And the Holy Spirit can take take it from there and and be willing to put yourself out there, even if you're going to get ridicule, ridiculed, which you will right. at times. Oh yeah, uh, and you're going to get persecution. It's just it's just uh, the name of the game. Jesus spells it out Amen. in the Bible. He Amen. he tells you exactly what's going to happen when you share God's word. And Absolutely, he's very clear on it, yeah. and. Uh, Yes, we may be afraid, but God wants us out of our comfort zones. He wants mm -hmm. us to get out of those comfort zones and reach people and speak to people about Christ so the Holy Spirit can take it from there. Amen. Amen. So thank you for coming on and, and sharing with us. Uh, really appreciate what you do. I absolutely love uh, what you do there. And uh, thanks for hosting me. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. You're one of my most popular shows, Tony. Uh, and I, I appreciate uh, I appreciate you so much. And for those of you that don't know, uh, Tony does host a show on Revelation Radio every Monday through Thursday. 
And forgive me, Tony, I forget your showtime. I think it's six, is it 6.30? 6.30 to 7 Eastern time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 6.30 to 7. And, you know, y'all tune in because, uh, you know, he's he's got me on here today and I'm nobody, but he normally has a lot of really good and interesting people on the show. And uh, I enjoy I enjoy hosting it. It's, it's a great show. And thank you so much for allowing me to come on yours today. I appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, and stay tuned because we've got some uh, new programming that uh, I'm going to be coming out with here right away, and and uh, within a couple months, uh, God's just kind of going to work with that, and uh, got to bring bring the people around. And once uh, once we have every, the pastors lined up, we're going to have a, a good program that's going to give you some biblical foundation to uh, add to our lineup. So great, stay great. tuned Look with that. Thank you for listening to Cool Explorations. You've just been listening to J.D. Williams speak about his radio network. Last Christian Radio, uh, as well as his testimony and how God has been at work through this entire process for him. If you would like to reach me for any reason, you can do so at tpeters745 at gmail.com. Well, I have just been uh, blessed with so many people who are requesting to be on the show, and I'm impressed with how many people want to share their testimonies or what they're doing uh, for the Lord right now. Uh, if I haven't got back to you, I promise I will get back to you. Uh, I look forward to, to speaking with each of you and interviewing you. And uh, keep tuning into the show. There, there's lots of, of new people that are coming on here. And if you're considering wanting to, to come on the show, uh, just shoot me an email at tpeters745 at gmail.com. And uh, I will get back to you. <laughs>